Hello and welcome back to The Wrong Side of the Post. This is episode two and I'm joined with Shuja, Ariane, Nabil and AK. So first things first, I just want to say thank you guys so, so much for tuning in for the past two episodes. It's been great to see the support on Instagram, on stories, on Twitter, just everyone kind of messaging us and telling us how incredible the podcast is to them. Um, we honestly didn't think that it would blow up this much. Like, guys, what are you thinking so far? It's just been crazy, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I've been the one who's been staring at the numbers coming through um, for most of these days. Um, and it's just crazy seeing, I mean, first of all, the number of like listeners in the UK, but also the random places, I'll say random places, the places that I didn't know we, we had followers in. So like UAE, Switzerland, Germany, France, you know, thank you to everyone from everywhere who's been um, reaching out, listening to us uh, and giving us feedback. Really, really appreciate it. Just on the personal level, shout out Camp Discovery, uh, Elzara, Noreen, Fahim, Imran and Aliza for all your feedback as well. Yeah, I mean, um, taking that point, Zach, man, I'm finding it impossible just to walk down the street. I'm getting stopped. <laughs> I'm getting asked for autographs, photos. It's horrendous. Like, I can't believe fame comes with this burden. It, I mean, celebrities really fucking do it. Um, You're getting hit up in, uh, in Norfolk, mate. Close to that, yeah, in the hood. Um, right. But yeah, also, I just want to say big thanks to <clears throat> Ollie Fox for um, support on the stories and all that. So yeah, please, everyone keep it up and keep listening. Yeah, guys, don't forget, pop us a follow on The Wrong Side 5 on Instagram to stay up to date with the upcoming episode. We've got some interesting ones coming up. Yeah, stay tuned. So we're going to move to the segment of the episode that's probably the most highly anticipated, and that's the answer to Ariane Asks, a segment we did at the end of episode one, uh, where Ariane asked his very intriguing question of leaves versus letters. So Ariane, why don't you take it away with the answer? Sure, guys. Uh, so firstly, thank you for everyone who's been messaging and voting and interacting with this question. Um, so we did a poll and 80% of people voted leaves. Congratulations. You are, in my opinion, on the winning team. You're on the green side. You are a believer. Uh, we've also come, uh, converted Nubbel onto the green side too. Uh, the other 20%, not going to lie, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. And I'll tell you for why. <laughs> so let's just take the average book. Uh, it has 375,000 characters in it so letters um, I did the maths it takes you what a significant period of time to read however if you just stare or play in a football field which is 7140 meters squared you have a hundred thousand blades of grass which are leaves per meter squared that's a fuck ton of leaves mate in that football field yeah you you have done job that I don't need to say anymore if, if we're shut calling up, just shut grass up. not leaves then we still think that it's easily leaves the answer Oh, yeah. Also, what Nubbel said. Cheers, Ariane, for your explanation for Ariane Asks. I think a lot of listeners have been waiting for that, so cheers. So we're going to go straight into the question for today, um, and that is, what is the greatest invention, in your opinion? So again, what is the greatest invention, in your opinion? Who wants to take us off? I can, I can go um, with go something that's very relevant at the, at the present moment, which is vaccines. I think it's fair to say that we were all lucky enough to be vaccinated at a young age. And vaccines go about and save millions and millions of lives a year. And at the current moment with the coronavirus, no one thought that the whole world would be running around for a vaccine at the minute. So I think there's a good argument to say that in the 21st century, vaccines are the most important thing that we need going forwards and possibly one of the greatest inventions we've had in the past. What do you say to people that are anti-vax? Oh, that's a good question. I think there is some science behind it, isn't there, to be fair? This is because I think I, I know a few people... I'm not too educated on it, to be fair. But um, 
there is meant to be some science behind why people won't get vaccines, right? They're worried about cancer and stuff. They're worried about really mm. stupid stuff. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, I is it? Are people stupid, stupid who do it? Um, I well, mean, I think it's two sides of the... It's the, it's the classic side effect type of thing like oh you don't want to do this because it may do this to me and it may do this to me and it's proven it's going to give me autism or something that's not that was a big one the autism one was a big one back in the early 90s for i can't remember which vaccine it was but like the risk of autism was so low that it didn't make sense not to have the vaccine i think i think you should you should just trust the science like loads of people have done science on it and i think most people think generally the vaccines are good however that said i think that if you are one of those people that think oh if i get a vaccine maybe my child will get autism or maybe i'll get cancer in the future or something like i, I kind of wouldn't blame you because if you think about things like cancer no one knows where it comes from and the truth is it probably comes from like wi-fi and like modern technology and radiation and stuff um that is this, 5G, is, this is actually this is actually slightly <laughs> off topic, but I'm just going to put it in here quickly because I'm actually curious just to hear from you guys about this. Did you guys see what's happening in Hyde Park today? Protest. Mm, what? The protests? Yeah, the protests with, uh, about that. coronavirus. So for those who don't know, basically there was a bunch of protesters in Hyde Park, London today, and they were basically arguing that coronavirus is not real and it's just the government trying to take control of us. I'm just kind of curious what you guys kind of think about that. Go on, Shij. I mean, to be honest, you saw it in America as well, like all those protests, I think it was in Florida, where they were just protesting against being locked down. Um, and to be honest, just for me, like completely irresponsible right now. I think oh. it just, it's just baffling, to be honest, at, at points when we can see the effect that coronavirus has had around yeah. the world. It's so dumb, yeah. It, it just is irresponsible. I, I think I, that the people that are protesting are putting an unnecessary strain on our healthcare workers and... Yeah as should was saying it's just irresponsible and like i remember i read a sign about one of the protests in in america because theirs was less to do with coronavirus being fake it was more to do with their freedom of movement and one of the one of the posters that i read was even if you're sick still come and i was just like how are you what are you doing like at that point what are you doing with yourselves and it's interesting because the two countries with, with the highest like cases number of yeah. cases is the us and the uk yet this kind of stuff is going on you know I actually think I saw something. I don't know if it was a joke or not, but I did see that the people who were protesting about it then actually got tested positive for having it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Pretty much what, what AK said, it is putting an unnecessary strain. And I feel like at times like this, I, I know where, well, I think it's just more important to listen to what you're told by experts. Mm. When it, I, I understand people can be sceptical of what the government says at any point, but I feel like at a time where there's a, a pandemic, is the least likely time for you to be questioning decisions that are there to save your life um, sure. and to help save other lives, not just your own life. Um, mm. And I don't think this is the specific hill for you to die on where you don't want to listen to medical advice given to you by multiple countries experiencing the exact same thing. Um, yeah, I think on that note, I know we did kind of just go off a tangent on that note with Neville's answer of vaccines and also what's happening today at Hyde Park and just in general about coronavirus, just a huge shout out to the NHS workers and anyone working in hospitals and in the medical field. You guys are absolute heroes for everything you're doing Big for up. the people. Um, yeah, thank okay, you. so back onto the topic, back to the greatest inventions. Nab's great answer, I think vaccines is definitely a top one. Anyone else? Yeah, I can go. Go on, Andrew. So 
My invention technically hasn't been invented yet. Oh, shit. The invention my wrong side of the post thinking. But it's close. We're within a few years of it happening, so I feel like it counts. And it would be quantum computing. I'm not too familiar in that field. You're going to have to expand. It's kind of mad still. So quantum computing... Just before you start, we don't don't want to lose all our followers in the next five minutes. So just uh, (laughs) keep it brief. Absolutely. So quantum computing uses quantum mechanics to create processes. And like the idea is, have you guys heard of binary code? Yeah. Yeah. So how something's a zero or one. So the idea behind quantum computing, from my knowledge, is that it's trying to use quantum mechanics so that you can have a zero, a one, and both a zero and a one on the same at the same time. And by doing so, it creates processes that are so much faster to the point where they are able to compute things that would take a standard supercomputer a thousand years in like a few hours. It's kind of mad. That is kind of cool, actually. I was about to rinse it, but that's cool. And and the idea behind it is the first company that creates a quantum computer pretty much can do medical research at the fastest rates that we've ever seen because they can model so much quicker. They can control the stock markets because their algorithms will run faster. So... It's basically a gold mine once you unlock it. And it's basically whoever, double speed for every computing system. More than a thousand, more than speed, a thousand yeah, times the speed. Rapid. And it basically means whoever gets it first will make a lot of money. You know how we're on an exponential curve of technology? This takes it to another level, and that's what I love about this. Basically, what he wants is really, really quick Fortnite like <laughs> <laughs> Not even, but yeah. Yeah. That's actually uh, a good answer. I like that. And do you know yeah, what? Baffle, it, it, someone, how could someone's mind can be like, all right, we've got one and zero. Let's just fucking do one zero and all of them put together. All right, Anne, have you got your answer? Yes. Um, I accidentally told all of you my answer before, so pretend to be surprised. My answer is time. Whoa. Oh, my God. Right, my guys. mind is blown. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, thank you. Um, why I chose time just because I feel like a lot of engineering and discoveries kind of revolved around having time uh, as, a, as a concept like we we specified time like, like it's just something that we, we, we've given it life if that makes sense like time doesn't exist but it does exist because we made it exist and without time we wouldn't have like a definition of gravity so. can't have speed without time exactly yeah a so lot I of think... these fundamental equations and and things to do with science and engineering and all that jazz time yeah i think you mentioned it before and i was struggling to understand it i was like this is a really stupid answer but i think what made the penny drop for me was when you you were like um but who decided there would be 24 <laughs> hours in a day because there's a reason why there's 365 days in a year yeah, yeah. um because that's how long it takes and to get around quarter. the sun and there's a reason why a day is a day because that's how long it takes the earth to rotate what, what's the significance and why 60 minutes in every hour so but, I, but someone um, clearly picked it for a reason i have no idea and it's mad like i you think about it, i think the first segment of time probably obviously it was from the sun right and you had sundials hmm. and then i don't know like some guy must have gone blind watching the sun yeah because he's he's <laughs> definitely gone watching it move across the gaff filled up filled up some glass with some sand turned it around he goes fuck it that's an hour done 60 60 minutes we caught 60 interesting though because like all the gps satellites and tom toms and all of that stuff like rely to the second on it mm-hmm. i remember they there's like this thing where um because a year is a little bit longer than 365 days 
uh, that's why you have a gap year to make uh, leap year. a leap year. <laughs> you have a gap yeah. year if you want to find yourself. <laughs> oh, that's, um, that's why you have a leap year to make up for it. But like, yeah. it's like a little bit longer than that. Yeah, it's a Every once in a while, they add in an extra second. And I remember they did it a few years ago on New Year's Eve. They added an extra second of the year. Um, and there was some talk about like systems messing up and like hundreds of millions of dollars being lost on like uh, sat-nav communications and stuff. Well. Who, who even decides? What type of authority? Is there a time authority association that goes, everyone, let's get together. We're adding a second. There and then they morning. pass it on to whom? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, true. it's like all the central clockmakers and timekeepers and stuff. Yeah, no, but like, there, there has to be like a central one, right? That, like you said, like an authority that decides it. Yeah. But then, then they have to agree. Yeah, well, what, what, imagine you've got like three geezers saying let's add a second and one guy is just like don't want it <laughs> and knocks the whole system out of whack you know what i've never understood is like the international date line there's just like a place where you cross over one side of the line and like it's a different day or something how does yeah. that work oh that's wild wait like there's minus 12 to plus 12 it's yeah. not in sweet life of zach and cody no, this is this is like no, no, but it is. This is where I learned about it the first time. <laughs> yeah, like, like, boat. On Sweet Life on Deck. Deck. Yeah. yeah, when they cross, when they cross the border. Yeah, <laughs> and they had date night on it. I feel like I missed this episode because it sounds oh, amazing. So did I. I mean, there's no science to it because time is made up. But like, <laughs> no, time is made up. That's the whole point. It's an invention. The yeah, concept. Man-made but, concept. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's kind of wild how like if you fly. From like the west coast of um, the US to Australia, you go that way around the world, you like lose a day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. gain a day if we go the other way. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, well, yeah, we're always gaining a day. <laughs> but... uh, no, should Zach? Uh, I can go, I can go. Um, go so, on. mine uh, is languages, communication, because. Whoa. We... Hold on. Yeah, don't give me that face. Um, so you have to find a way to communicate, to be able to convey all of your ideas, to be able to create time, what do you need? You need the guy to be saying, let's add a second on. To be able to make vaccines, what do you need? A guy to then start communicating. To be able to create your computer code thing, what do you need? Communication. And I feel like communication, and just regardless from that anyways, that's just a minor point. Communication has allowed relationships to form and that allows human connections, that allows friendships, that allows marriages, all that sort of stuff. Communication um, allows you to convey emotion, which is very important. Communication allows you to express yourself, which allows you also to do with emotion. Can you just communicate your point across one more time? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Without communication, I wouldn't be able to do this. So it's communication, not languages. But communication with the sub bracket of communication language. through languages. There I'm not going to lie, Suja, you you've turned me into a believer already. Like that, made, that is like, logical as fuck. Go who on. invented it? We as humans. Yeah. No, I, humans I didn't I just invent it though. Go on, who did? Well, think animals communicate regardless. Exactly. Maybe they haven't done the feats that we have, but they yeah. still communicate. Communica- I, I don't know if communication I'm, I, is I a feel fundamental comfortable. I don't call I it an invention. It's just a fact of life. Yeah. Would you would you say it's more human na- human nature? More than human, like, like, I think it's animal evolu- nature. Evolution. Yeah, like so you, you think it's an innate form to be able to communicate. I, yeah. I think it's a cheeky answer. Because so. babies cry before they're taught how to communicate properly. I hate you. But it's innate, isn't it? 
Is that we like we're just born with it? Yeah, he's we're, got, we're, yeah. we're born we're born with the innate like skill to communicate. I think what Shudra's trying to jump onto is communicating in effective ways. Mm. Now, I think <laughs> we, we we agree it's cr- it's clearly really important. Pro- probably doesn't count as an invention, Fuck like you. in the probably same the way that invention. someone one day decided there were twenty four hours in the day. It's probably not on that level. <laughs> but I, I appreciate it. No, cheers, so guys. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw it. Um, I'm gonna throw it back old school and give my answer of fire, but not just fire. It has to be the manipulation of fire. And the reason I say this is my answer is because obviously without fire, we wouldn't be able to warm up things like food, which is yeah. clearly necessary for our survival. Mm. And we wouldn't be able to manipulate tools and materials that allow us to build all these things mm. that we use. For example to tell the time like clocks and dials to put in the sun or AK's computers. If you deep it, the sun is like a massive fireball and we're manipulating that to tell time. <laughs> yeah, so it goes back to, goes yeah. back to, to fire, no? Exactly. What, so yeah, you're agreeing with him? So, so I'm agreeing with Zach. Yeah, no, I love you, that. You, you can't really agree with that because the sun we didn't invent. No, but we manipulated it, and that's. What but Zach we said. invented the manipulation of the sun. Oh. Hey, we manipulated the our innate nature to make languages. Screw you guys. <laughs> so Zach is just saying it's manipulation. <laughs> yeah, if anything, you're a bit of a manipulator. So he's but saying, no, but let's let's just take fire. fire. Fire is used for warmth, for protection, to like uh, help us build things and kind of progress as humans. There's always going to be that root answer. So AKs is going to be supercomputers, but his original answer is probably going to go back to like metals or the manipulation of metals. Don't think it we can't do that without fire. Really? This is pretty clever because you've just taken it right back to square square one. Yeah. To be fair, probably the first invention was well, one of them was fire. It's but probably the, the most important. In our development it was, it was as what, a race. That's what cavemen used. Yeah, who was it the, that just the put the two sticks together and just went... <laughs> I, mean, I, don't know. I feel like with this, there are always the two answers. Like you could, I think my answer was the one type of answer where you go all the way back to the beginning. No, it was example, just the wrong answer. No, wait, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> it was definitely, definitely the wrong side of the post. No, because like for computers, you could then go back and say electricity because that allowed the computers to be formed. Or for, what was your one hour end? Time. You could then go back and say, what was it? Sundials and whatnot. Language. It was language. Language. And that what? And then, so like mine would then, it, my language one was the original thing that allowed everything else to happen. Whereas mm. I feel like the more sensible option is just choosing an invention and ignoring things that came before it because although, although those are important then you would only have about four or five things that are actually inventions and everything else is just a result of one previous invention if you like big up siege yeah i know what you're saying to be fair yeah. no, i think that makes sense so the general consensus is time <laughs> no um okay so we're gonna move on to everyone's favorite probably everyone's favorite segment of the episode which is ariane asks for those who are just joining on this episode, it's basically where Ariane intrigues us with a very interesting and at first probably nonsense question, but after thinking it through, you'll be stumped. So Ariane, take it away. Okay, hi guys. Uh, thank you for hopefully listening all the way through the podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed it so far. And um, here we go. So Ariane asks. So again, it's, I just want to clarify, it is very difficult to come up with some of these questions. So if it is stupid and really shit then forgive me everyone here has turned on a switch is this correct yeah right so whether it's from your lamp or your wall or the socket my question is to you do you think you have accumulated enough force 
of switching a flicking switch in your lifetime to push over a lorry. This is a lot of physics involved. Oh how much God. how much energy and force it takes to push yeah a switch. My, I mean I will I will My do some takers no. Yeah, I'm just Laurie's before, pretty before big. we before we get into discussion, I'm kinda of curious to know how you came about this question. I had to come up with a question, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but other than other than Arian asks, like, what was the context behind this question? Um I was thinking, you know, when you get so I just thought I flick a lot of switches, right? But you do. And I, I like I like to see the grand scheme of things, like what well, I've done this so many times, or how hard is that really stiff switch? Like you proper press it, like you know. I've been flicking switches for as long as I can remember. I must be an expert in now. Um, <laughs> but my point is, is like, you know, things work better in, in, as a team and, and as an accumulation, like 22, okay, let's say 20 years of flicking switches. I at least flick maybe six flip switches, switches a day minimum. I don't think me as an individual, I have done that enough, nor hard enough. But I reckon all five of us together, I reckon that is plausible. I'm not going to lie. I think, it, I think it's plausible for one person. I think, I think so if, you're, if you're switching five or six a day, then you've got like 30, let's say we're, we're, we're clicking a switch 30 times a day. Yeah. Three, six, five. It's 30 times three, six, five. So three, six, five, zero. Nine thousand. Around 10,000, yeah. Basically, we need to figure out yeah, the 10, average, average resistance it takes to flick a switch. That will give us... I really want to do the math. So all we need is the force 900. it takes to flick one switch. Roughly calculate how I, I many have times a question. A switch. Yeah, go ahead. Does buttons count like TV remote or PlayStation controller? No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm solely speaking lamp switch, light switch, socket switch. To be fair, you know those like um, dialy, what's it? The what? Dimmer, knobs. The dimmer, yeah. dimmer lights. You can properly, properly like, I'm not sure about you guys, but I often like go with my fists sometimes. Just Yeah. I'm not going to lie, Suge. I don't think I can calculate you just punching a light. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I do feel like I put a lot of force into it. So, yeah, you're convincing me, but I don't know about... I think it is plausible. Um, But, guys, uh, obviously stay tuned uh, on our social media page, The Wrong Side 5, for a poll, because inevitably there will be a poll. And we want to know if you are team, yes, you can knock over a lorry with your finger or team no you cannot knock over a lorry with your finger love that well you heard it here first guys can you knock over a lorry with the click of a switch let us know on the wrong side five until then stay safe stay healthy and stay tuned for the wrong side of the post and don't forget to follow us on the wrong side five on instagram we're on uh, apple uh, podcast now as well so uh, go ahead and check us there, out there. Leave us a review if that's all right. Thank you, guys. And we hope to see you soon. Take care. Take care, guys. Bye, Nara.